Loading the Debuff Podcast, Episode 11. This is What the F. I am Tamara. <laughs> and I'm Rebecca. This is a podcast that asks the most important question in the world. I haven't been drinking. <laughs> the, the most important question in the world, which is, what the F? Yes. And there's so many things that are like, what the F? It's hard to narrow it down sometimes. Well, that's why we have to have a whole podcast. <laughs> we just <laughs> about it. Let's record this exactly. shit. <laughs> we'll talk about stuff from the past, stuff from the now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We got Stuff from the future. <laughs> from the future, even. Space. Aerospace. Yeah. Have exactly. you heard about that? Airspace? I've never heard of aerospace before. Not aerospace. What is it? Todd, what is it? Space Force. Oh, I don't know. It's, I, space Force? It's the new military. It's oh. the new military ranking in space. Oh, I think I skipped over reading that article. <laughs> it's just it so much. My feet. I thought it was a joke. Okay. But it might be. We haven't read the article yet. So. I have not. And... I need to get educated, I guess, on it. It just, it, it, it exists, and maybe we, you know, just announcing it, it's enough. Just, it's just more of our money, our tax dollars oh, going what? to shit, right? Somebody said, um, <laughs> Space Force? Space Force, and they said, um, what about, uh, when is Flint, Michigan going to get clean water? Right, and yeah. And... <laughs> yeah, right, who cares about space and protecting us against aliens and all that. I mean, is like, that really what it got, is? Yeah, we have important shit going on. Okay. Okay, that's great. That's 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 lovely that Todd cares. Um, Todd cares. Aliens aren't going to kill us. Oh, Frank. <laughs> oh, that's Frank. Frank is a worry wart. <laughs> He's a worry wart. He's afraid of aliens. Okay, sci-fi Frank. Right. Well, you know what? Uh, since we brought up aliens, I can just talk about that's our theme. Well, I That's have a paranormal theme. story. Yeah. So just to let listeners know. <laughs> just to forewarn you, you're going to get some. Or you can just turn this off if you're not into paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> or you can listen and learn and yeah, be just you as should, paranoid. Exactly. Exactly. And be spooked out. Yeah. You know? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, Space Force. What else? Okay. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Well, before we talk about that, what mm-hmm. what's. What's your week been like? What's been going on this week? Or yeah, last two weeks it's been since we Oh, recorded. right. Oh, right. Well, okay. Well, you were out. You mm-hmm. you went out of town. You mm-hmm. worked out of town. I did. Yeah, that's part of the reason why we, we couldn't yeah. record. Because um, you have work to do. Yeah, work, 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 work. work, work. Always. <laughs> yeah, I guess good. it's just, you know, the normal. It's been going on. Um, Rex came back, so that means Rex- he won the lottery? Mm, no, he, he came back because he, he didn't win. If he won, he wasn't coming back. Oh. We were just going to move, you know. Oh, yes. Somewhere. Yes. Somewhere far, far away. And unfortunately, he did not. He didn't win. Well, it's nope. funny because mine is about win- oh. lottery winnings. Ooh. So this See, is tying Lottery together. is totally a theme. <laughs> we have some kind of weird obsession with lottery. <laughs> I didn't think about that either. <laughs> That's so funny. Like you said. Well, that's because subconsciously. subconsciously oh, but yeah. I don't want to put this out into the universe. Oh, okay. <laughs> we want good. Well, only good's going to come because we're positive. Yeah, so. we're positive people. So, you know. That's the reminder of the day. <laughs> oh, man. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he didn't win, but that's okay. He's back. It's nice to see Rex back today. See, yes, it is oh, nice. Good to be back. Says it's good. It's good to be back. To be back. Yeah. Yeah. Back so. recording, creating, mm-hmm. 
telling fun, stories, telling stories, drinking these pineapparitas, 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 which is a uh, summer in a can, mm-hmm. deliciousness. Yeah, this and unexpected treat of the summer. I know it's so good. We love it, and I guess that's our drink of the summer. Yeah, I'll switch it stick up. Stick on that. Yeah, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> I'm drinking like this wine thing in a can this wine spritzer in a can it's not as good as pineapple rita but it was good it's good though it was kind of more refre- yeah. like refreshing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow yeah so, yeah so what else has been going on yeah so i did i um worked in grand rapids michigan i did mm-hmm. a wedding out there um <laughs> i i was starting to feel like I was going to get murdered out there, though. <gasps> Can I? Why? <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I I did I photographed a wedding. Um, of a couple. And I haven't been able to talk to you about this yet. Right. We haven't talked about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I photographed a wedding of a couple that I hadn't met. And, as, you know, I get a little anxiety before I fly. I'm always like, okay, is everything in order? Are my kids mm-hmm. taken care of? Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to be remembered? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why. Especially when I travel alone, I get more, I get more anxiety. You are safer in a plane I than understand. on the highway. It's not even the whole. It's not even that. It's like, what happens if I die in somebody else's state or in another oh my area? Goodness. Like, how are they going to okay. find me? That is your anxiety. I, obviously, that is your anxiety coming through. Obviously, but <laughs> so I had I had Google searched. We stayed. We all stayed in an Airbnb. And oh, okay. I hadn't seen this place. I don't know this girl. And so right. then I'm going to stay in the Airbnb. Well, I Google and searched. And they set, they set up the place for you. Correct. For stay. all of us to stay. Right. All mm. the bridesmaids mm. and the bride and me. So <laughs> I looked at the Airbnb address and the pictures were horrifying. Oh, goodness. Like it was this run down <laughs> shack in the middle of the forest. Oh, no. Oh, I'm no. not kidding. The forest. It's, I'm not kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like what? I was like, "What's going on here?" And so I sent her a message, and I was like, "Has I hope?" Oh, this did place you say is- so? Yes, Yo, you did because I was starting to freak out, uh- <laughs> and I was like, "I'm not going to fly this. I'm not going to go. Yeah, I'm not going to go. Just- this is where I'm going to end up at. I need to know." You sent me some cheap place. This is and- horrifying. Oh god. So I messaged her. I was mm-hmm. like. Um, the pictures on the Google are terrifying. I really hope that they have updated this place. And she said, oh, we'll be just fine. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. She's oh, she gonna... wasn't even like. No. She okay. was just like, we'll be just fine. And oh, I talked to her about it uh-huh. afterwards. And she was like, I thought, I hope it's okay. I paid for it already. And so that's what yeah. we're going to end up having to do. Right. She just trusted it. Oh, oh no. It, right. And so oh, which, no. that's probably more normal than me who's like <laughs> thinking I'm going to die in it. She's like, this is fine. It'll be fine. It'll <laughs> work fine. out. Yeah. And so I, um, I go to Michigan and I have issues getting a rental car because my license is, is expired. <gasps> Did you know it was? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. Do you remember when my license was expired <laughs> yes, and we couldn't get into clubs <laughs> because my license was expired? No, you lost your license, so you had a paper one. I did. I well, uh, I lost for one. I had a, I lo- a got. It was just a mess. No, remember? Okay, it's expired for a while. Oh my god. We have problems getting into clubs all the time because of it. <laughs> then I lost it at a club that just let us, and and then I had to get a new one. And then I had a paper one for a Ever. long time, forever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, mine was mine is expired. I need to get it done tomorrow. Yes. And um, but I couldn't rent a car. They wouldn't let you because no. it's expired. Right. And oh Missouri doesn't let you do an online register like registration re- thingy. You know. Yeah. No. Oh no. no. So I 
had to call an Uber or get an Uber. <gasps> oh my gosh. And I, I was like, okay, let's see how much Uber is. Well, I had already budgeted $200 for the car and gas. Right. And so Uber was $90 to get there. It was an hour and a half drive into the forest. Shut up. I'm not kidding. Oh, shut and up. And he was like, he goes, I don't know how you're going to get back because we, no one's going to oh, be there. Yeah, be- right. Because that's <laughs> like not, oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> no one's up there. No one's Right. No one's just driving there. around there the waiting for people. I mean, like, seriously. <sighs> So I was like, oh, my God. I, I told him, I was like, well, I'm glad you're here because if I die, you know, I mean, at least we had this conversation. And so you can remember he me. Goes, he goes, I'll try to remember the details. And I go, please. Oh, remember so, what I look like. So yeah. I get there and I felt comfortable when I met the bride. She's super cute. And she was exactly who I expected to meet. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I felt safe. And the place was not a rundown shack. That's what I told you. I was right. Like, it's but not there was no be. internet service. There was no. This is in the forest. I mean, forest. There was like, it was, if you've been to Michigan, which I haven't been, it is. I haven't been. Very foresty. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I survived. <laughs> I'm glad to be home. I'm not in a cabin in the woods. Were they getting married in the forest? No. No. They got married 45 minutes away from the okay, that's, Airbnb. Okay. And so it was lots of driving through the forest. Okay. On my weekend. Was. And how'd you get back to the airport? Um, the other girls were leaving. Someone were able and to. And so I got up like your seven hours early just to go to the airport. But I was glad. Yeah, to you're be like there. I'm not paying another hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad. I was glad to be going back to the airport and sitting <laughs> and in the airport. Coming back home. <laughs> yeah, I had I had Wi-Fi. I was good. You don't expect <laughs> to live off of Wi-Fi. Well, to live off of it. Or not even Wi-Fi. When it's missing. service. Yeah. There's no cell service well, at right, all. Well, right, because you, you were there and you didn't know anybody. Right. And you had no one to talk Nothing to. Nothing to listen community. to. Yeah, I was like. You are like, I am dying. I felt like it was back to 1995. <laughs> loading. It's loading. <laughs> the pages are loading. And that, AOL. I know. I can hear the dial-up sound. I was a little traumatized. Oh my god! But yeah, so I'm but back. You're it back. Was, the wedding was beautiful. Yeah, the I saw. The, I saw some beautiful. of the pictures, and the pictures are beautiful. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Yeah, and so yeah, glad to have you back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back, and I'm glad that we're doing this today. <laughs> yeah, and we're back recording and all that. And so you were telling me earlier there's some crazy stuff going on in the news. <sighs> this is so upsetting. Um, as everything I see on the news. Almost. Well, this is what the F. Yeah. And um, even though we don't really want to talk about political things. No, I just don't want people to like feel like. That's what we are because it's not. Yeah. But I get that. And so there's lots of things politically that are what the F. There happening. are tons of stuff going on. Um, and, um, you know, things an going on in our country. And it's, that's very upsetting. And um, just upsetting, <laughs> you know. It's a huge mess up. I mean, there's really going to be trauma long term from what's happening. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, continued from, uh, you know, whatever. So today, um, I don't even want to call her this, but First Lady Melania Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see goes and she's visiting immigrant immigrant I can't even say it she's visiting immigrant children at the Texas border she boarded a plane at Maryland's Andrew Air Force Base wearing a military inspired jacket from a place called Zara 
the jacket supposedly cost about 30 bucks. I love, I actually love Zara's store. But okay. is that like not, oh, you know what? I know about their, um, how they make their clothes and stuff though. We'll talk Some about of their that clothes. in a Okay, is that what's coming up? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's wearing this military inspired jacket from Zara with the words, I really don't care. Do you? Scrawled on the back. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe that she would wear that. Oh, my god! I'm actually surprised. Okay, anyway, I'm surprised that she wears something from Zara, um, first of all. Right. It was a piece that was purchased for this event. Yeah, it's weird. Well, because Zara is, like, not designer. They're designer. They actually – they knock off designer clothes and um, yeah, they knock off designer designer clothes. They give things at an affordable price because they use they use labor practices that are sketchy, yeah, very sketchy. Um, I love Zara because when I lived in London, I used to shop there all the time, and now they have like a lot of Zara stores here in the states. Um, I don't, I haven't shopped there though, and I don't know how long, but their fashion's cute. Oh my, because they steal it. Right. But no, she goes and she's visiting these immigrant children. But that's terrible. With the words. And then she's good. But I can't believe, like, that she would, like, who, and I know she has a stylist. Like, her stylist, I mean, and then also her putting this on, like, does she does she not realize? Like, I mean, I'm just surprised that she would wear that. That was obviously, like. That was the other argument. Yeah. I'm was, just like, this really, was not your style yeah, anyway. Yeah, this is, like, she does not, she wears designer stuff. That's, like, not designer. Right. And to have it say that. And so Trump's spokeswoman, Stephanie Grisham, tried to dismiss it. It's a jacket. There was no hidden message. After today's important visit to Texas, I hope this isn't what the media is going to choose to focus on. Bitch, what do you think they're going to focus on? Really? What Seriously? do you think? I, it's been like, I don't care. I I don't care about what. I'm going to have to send it to you. Mm-hmm. I really don't care, do you? I really don't care, do you? I can't believe I can't – I really just – that's just really surprising that she would wear that. It's disgusting. Yeah. And disturbing. Yeah. And it's – somebody was arguing. Well, and she even – the kids colored pictures for her. Well, no, I bet uh, – well, Of they course they're going to – I mean, they they're probably pictures. told. They were forced to. They're probably told. They're like, the first like, lady's coming. The first lady's color. coming. We're gonna color have... some pictures. I mean, well, you're a kid. You're a kid. You don't really know what's going on. They don't know what's going on. And you're a kid. Mm. And you're going to color. You know? That at least you have something to do. She's the first lady. She's married to the president. You know? I'm, They're going to do that. I'm sure they didn't have a choice. It's so gross. So that was the what the F of the day. Okay. We can take so, a break from that subject. Well, with that, I'm going to um, open up <laughs> She's <gotta drink laughs> another can. Hold on. And, and that to. note, we need to drink a little bit we more. We need to drink a little bit more. You hear that? <laughs> yeah take your break and then we're going to go to something (laughs) that is so not um, related not related at all um i don't even okay i have to get the her fiance's name right because i don't even um believe okay i have it right so anyway so we're going to go to pop culture (laughs) news because that's that's the only news i pay attention to really (sighs) that's all my heart can handle right now gosh like seriously um everything going on with trump and stuff upsets me so much i just pay attention to pop culture a lot <laughs> now yeah, I mean, it, it just is. upsets me and i just don't like listening 
to it because it's just more upsetting. Yeah. And it's a lot of stuff that we don't have control over and it's hard. You know? It's really hard. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, why upset myself? So Ariana Grande, <laughs> pop star, um, <laughs> she just got engaged to a guy who's on SNL, Pete Davidson. He's a comic. And they have only been together for four weeks. Like since the engagement? No, like four weeks and they got engaged. It's love. It's the true love. <laughs> it's the real true love. It's true love. And they both just got out of relationships. Oh, man. Like, there's probably some overlapping going on. Right. You know? Right. And they both just got out, and they both are together, and they just bought a $16 million um, condo in New York together. Wow. Yeah. And she has this huge diamond ring and stuff, and it's just kind of like, okay. Now, have you ever had, like, a relationship that was, like, super, super fast? All of them that yours, are yours do go fast to start off. Well, and I end up fast anymore. That's why they are non-existent. <laughs> it goes really fast, and then I'm like, oh, that's done. I've got to end that. <laughs> but the ones that have even tried to last are dangerous ones. Just yeah. super fast. It's not a good situation. No, I don't. I know. And um, gosh, this guy uh, Pete Davidson. I'm I'm sure he's great and all. Um, he has like a lot of um he's um um been diagnosed with like uh what is it multiple no no I shouldn't call it multiple personality what do they call it now what is the new name for it? it's not multiple personality I don't know. it's I'm saying the wrong name for it but is that what it is though mhm okay uh what is it called dissociative personality disorder okay. or something like that That's probably right. but yeah so he goes through highs and lows and right now he's going through a really big high obviously Oh, man. But we know that the low is coming. coming. I've been in a relationship with someone like that, and the low is not good. Right. And he's um, had issues with substance abuse and things like that. And, um, you know, his friends and family are worried about this. Oh. Ariana's family, friends and family really? are worried, too, because it's just so fast, and mm-hmm. you just got out of a relationship and everything, and you're with somebody who probably should – be dealing with whatever they have going on first and get that under control because he only started getting on meds like less than a year. Okay. So it's recently diagnosed with Right. This. Still working on the yeah. dosage and strength and all that. Right. So, you know, <laughs> it's just pipe, pop culture though. So that's like, there's something no, new every day about it. It's just funny. But that's telling though, like people even who have money or things mm-hmm. handed to them or they're gorgeous people, mm-hmm. like they're still making decisions like they're like no we different do. than we are. Oh, this is the same stuff. It's the same stuff. We have friends that are Only just they going. they have more money and more ability money. to do uh-huh. the thing that's dangerous for them. <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it's on a larger scale. Right. And it gets all like, um, you know, it's all publicized and everything like that. At least like when we screw up in a relationship. We can – we get it's not like everybody knows like right. your friends you know can step or whatever, away from it but it's not like where you have like documentation of it for years to come right. <laughs> and stuff so we don't have to worry about all that and we don't have like 
tons of people giving their opinions on it because just like now I'm giving my opinion on it. Right. And like how you'd hate when you're in love with somebody for somebody to be giving I know. Their opinion. How do you know? And yeah. It's so good. When it's good, it's good. Mm-hmm. When it's bad, it's worse. Exactly. Yeah, you know, she hasn't got there yet. You have to no. be – I think there's like a three-month – there's yeah, there's going to be some honeymoon mark. thing. You know, going through a honeymoon thing, and then he's going to go through his low. So I don't know how long this high is going to last. But, you know, as whether she sticks around for that low, she's like, I'm going to, you know, I be did here. This. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be here for you or whatever. But hopefully, it's tough. Hopefully <laughs> she makes the right decision for her, mm-hmm. whatever that is. And so, and, and right. it, either way, we've all seen lots of other girls in her genre doing it. Totally. This Something is. I mean. Similar. I mean. This. I is, mean. Hello. This is Brittany. Brittany and K. Fed. This is this generation's Brittany and K. Fed. Ariana, listen. <laughs> we have something to tell you. This was done before. This is done it's before. Not good. And Brittany. And is, he's suing for more money. Exactly. He can't. <laughs> he's suing for more money for child support. Don't have any kids with this guy. Uh, right. <laughs> no kids with this guy. Not yet. No. You're worth. Sign you're worth way more money than him. Right. This is the same thing as Brittany. Right. The same thing. Like. Prenup, uh, you don't get like, any more money. Good, yeah, nothing. Period. Make sure you get it all documented. <laughs> nothing. You're the winner here, Ariana. Exactly. You are. Right. <laughs> Please save yourself. <laughs> oh, man. This is okay. Right. So, exactly. That so, was a good what the F of the day. I mean, is. hopefully it's good. You know, it's, you know, just it's, it's whatever, you know. Love is great. Love is, yeah, I love love. Mm-hmm. I do. And I mean, I generally don't have fast relationships, but I say me and Rex is pretty fast. Rex is like looking around. Like, I won't, like, it was like very soon by the time I was pretty much always. In love. Yeah. And staying just at his place and stuff. It's very soon. It was fast. Oh my gosh. It was fast, but it's still, it's lasted. Yeah. You know? It's good. So it happens. True. It happens, you but know. But you didn't get proposed. That's really early. I mean, there's a difference. Uh, that is super early. <laughs> like, if he was yeah, – that would be a red flag. Come on now. That would be a red flag. If Rex said that, that would be a red flag. He's I'd be like, like no. uh, he's going to go under. She's got the money. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> that's interesting. It is. It is. So um, that's it. I don't really um, – I have nothing else. I don't really have anything else, really. You know, just been like busy, you know, with life and everything, and that, and a little pop culture news. Like I'm so into like just different things. You know, Jay Z and Beyonce just released an album together. Oh, is it good? I haven't listened to it yet. I'm people are saying it's good. I just heard the whole Maroon Five (laughs) album, and I love it. The whole Maroon 5 album. Oh, have you? I heard so their new good. song is good. It's all good. The whole is album it? is good. I'm just like not a huge fan not of them. E- I'm not either. <laughs> really? I'm not either. But um, Olivia had me listening to it. My, uh, She's almost thir- my 12-year-old. I know. God. Um, she had me listening to it, and I, lo- I really? didn't stop listening to it. <laughs> yeah, I heard their new song is really good, but I haven't heard it yet. Um, yeah. You're talking about music, then um, Rex hurt me listening to this. I've been listening to this a lot. He was like, that sounds so country. What is it? I told you about it. Casey Musgraves' um, new album, uh, Golden Hour. It's not like super country, though, because her old stuff is super country. And this is 
like a mix of like 70s pop and some country. I mean, of course, she's going to sing country. She's a country artist. Her voice is going to sound that way. I love her as a songwriter. She's an awesome songwriter. And I love that album. I just listen to it all the time. (laughs) Rex was like, babe, that sounds kind of country. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't have country in this house. (laughs) Oh, now we do. First it was the dogs, and now it's the music. No, but I don't listen to country, but I like her. Yeah. She's probably like the only the only country artist I listen to. I have to listen to it. Yeah, I like her a lot. Um, the other thing that I that's been kind of new for me is finding new podcasts because I was desperately looking for them while I was gone. See, trying to just load something. Yeah. I found one called the Unmade Podcast. Unmade. What is it? What is? What do they talk about? It's two <laughs> British guys. Uh huh. I believe they're from the UK. Okay. I mean, they might be from Australia. <laughs> That's me. I don't know my accent. <laughs> That's how Rex is. I know. I have no idea. Like, they're adorable, though, and they – I feel terrible saying that. <laughs> but they talk about podcasts that were never made. <laughs> so they're like, right? I had this idea. I had this idea. Oh, like podcasts yeah. that should be made? Like, let's, let's you know, call people up and ask uh-huh. them random questions and see how long we can conversate with them uh-huh. and record it uh, <laughs> and get uh, random people to re- talk. Really? And the other one was like, you know, <laughs> they just go on and talk about funny things like uh-huh. let's eat all the fried chicken and just mm-hmm. sit there and eat and talk about And just whatever. whatever. It's just – but it's really it's really funny. Okay. So if you like – to clear your head from the murder. Right. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the mortar right, and drama. And just yeah. have something fun that stress free. Yes. And, it's very good. It's okay. only 17 episodes in, mm-hmm. um, but it's funny. So I, I listen to one at a time. I'm trying to slowly take it in because I don't want to Before leave. you binge it yeah. and then it's just all it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of episodes, we're at episode 11. Yeah. That's nuts. It's awesome. It is. It's, it is awesome. We have Rex coming over. Rex is getting up out of his chair, off his phone, and sitting down. I know. We're like <laughs> sitting down. I snap at him. I was the show. So this is Rex's segment. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, I I'm, mean, uh, you think hey. you're just sitting over here? I am. I'm just hanging. I thought I'm hanging out. I'm listening to the show. But I survived Vegas, and yeah, I didn't win enough money, so I had to come back and hang out with you guys. More like so lose money. I would have flown you out, and you could have lived with me out in Vegas forever and ever. I'm not moving to Vegas. So. Um, but hopefully, have they been learning things about you guys while I was gone, I guess is my question. <laughs> well, have you been learning about us when we got – you don't have, even listen to has our your, podcast. Has your listeners been learning about <laughs> you when I've been gone? Oh, have our listeners? Of course. Okay. So did of you guys – Of course. Did you guys ask each other questions no. while yeah, I was gone? Yeah, I think we had Rex like a really – we had a super drunk podcast – like a really, really <laughs> drunk one. And I'm trying to have a second one. Yeah. I, I got some traveling to See, do tomorrow. Missed, I'm going to get caught up. I'm going to get caught yeah, up. Yeah, that was a, that was a, I'm sure that was fun for Todd to edit. <laughs> that drunk one. <laughs> well, speaking of possessions, and since I lost a lot of money, I thought that would be my first question for you guys tonight is um, your two most valued possessions. What two things in life do you value the most? My camera and my 35 millimeter lens. <laughs> See, once again, once again, Becky, I like some I things never it's change. Just like right away, I'm That's like, right. Tamara's still in deep thought, and Becky has like, you know. No, I, I mean, obviously, my my dog Nilla. Okay. And oh my god, did you talk and, about and my relationship with you, babe? Oh man, you that's are. a possession. Oh, that's not a yeah. possession. I'm talking about it's something. It's a possession. You... It's a it's a relationship. Okay, it's well something then. Okay, I well own. then, what about something you have to grab when the house is on fire? Thank you. 
Let's not make this personal. I don't know because I. <laughs> Everybody was like, I mean, oh, awesome. my God. Like, uh, like, uh, it was like, oh, jeez. Gad me. Yes, we're in love. Um, um, something you have to grab when the house is on fire. Todd's my I don't ass. know. Like if I have to grab something when the house is on fire. I don't know because there's nothing like that. I feel like, oh, I can't well, live without. Well, then good. Then here's what I'd like us to do that I'm glad we had this discussion. I will grab as many guitars as possible. Of course. You grab whatever ones okay, I cannot carry. Ones that's, you can't that's, carry that's, out. Okay. I'm glad to hear that you don't really have anything you need to be grabbing. So I will invite you to grab. Is this for know. an insurance claim you're about to settle? That's this is what I'm not saying. good. Yeah, so. I know. Uh, all right. Well, I'll switch. I'll see if Becky can answer this one really quick. Um, we're going to stick with the twos tonight. Okay. Um, your two favorite cereals. Oh, man. I have cut myself out of cereal. Like, I love <laughs> cereal. I can just. I love some cereal. I you know, can't eat like it. A, I a, can't eat it, though. So I, she's working out and stuff now. Well, I'm sure Todd yeah. will tell you. I know he's an awesome guitar player. I'm a mediocre singer. But even as a mediocre singer, I don't eat dairy. No dairy products. It affects your, your singing. Your playing? So, Does so. it affect your fingers when you strum the guitar? I think you can still have dairy products as a, as a great guitar player. <laughs> But um, so so when you did eat cereal before the workout plan was in place, oh man, anything with a cinnamon toast crunch. I would just want to say that too. <laughs> I anything love with cinnamon toast anything. crunch. I want to add oh, like that's like my favorite. Lucky, I'll add like Lucky Charms. Lucky with Charms it. is good. Or um, oh, you would mix them together. Oh yeah. Oh hell. I've never mixed cereals. I wanted to make a that cereal so good. a cereal restaurant. And it was where you go, and it was like balls of cereal, and you just open Becky, up your don't bowl. don't say that. People I mean, might get an idea. You I, should you could still do I that. I know. It's going to be called What the Fucking Cereal. Yeah, what the fuck? This is so good. We even talked about that one day. We said even when we were kids and you got the little boxes of cereal, we, I didn't oh, mix yes. them. You know, they, I never mixed yeah, them, I didn't though. mix my cereals. I did you not. You didn't? I did not. That, oh, hell. That sounds so good, though. It is yeah. so good. You just mix them up, and then, you know... I was watching a show last night and someone was putting chocolate milk with cereal. I know. I was going to say it's going to have different milks in the Mm, restaurant. That would be so good. (laughs) You decide. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is like my absolute favorite. Um, What did we have? What was like when we were first dating, I brought some cereal in the house. Remember that? I do remember that. I don't remember what cereal that was though. I like the special K. Like – with the chocolate in it or oh, like I've the never, almonds. Never that. They have like an almondy, like pecan one or something mm, like that. Oh my God. Stop. Not- <laughs> I love cereal. It's such a it, cereal's awesome, but yeah. I go back into Did you even bought uh, the almond milk just so I could have some I cereal? I did. I bought almond milk yeah. so he could have cereal because he doesn't like dairy. And I like cereal with almond milk anyway, though. Yeah. Oh, I um, know what we had. I know what we've oh. had. My favorite cereal. What? Fruit Loops. Oh yeah, it was Fruit Loops. You did buy Fruit Loops. Do you like? You don't like Fruit Loops? No. Fruit Loops, I love. Milk or dry? You can have Fruit Loops. Yeah, I can dry. do some dry Fruit Loops. You know, but, but you don't just, really I feel enjoy like it. Just shreds the inside of the mouth. Oh, it's hard. I can see that. I but like see, hard things. I just I like don't it, like hard oh, cereal. I like to let it actually like soften. Soften, okay. And then I like to eat it that way, okay. like soften inside. And then the milk is so sweet. Oh yeah, I drink it down. Oh, have you had a Fruit Loops shake from Burger Never King? Never heard. I, well, no, I don't know. So good. A Fruit Loop so shake, hella, hella good. I will say, so good. Oh. Yes, I didn't, I didn't want to like it, but I liked it. It was really good. It's good. So. I have never even. And heard if of he's it. saying it's good, it's good. Yeah, it's really oh, good. it's delicious. So, um, all right, that's pretty good and it, pretty quick. Okay. But so we'll stick with that. Last one. Okay. Two scariest movies you've ever seen. Oh, you got 
Oh, I already has it. She's ready. God. Poltergeist traumatized me. Oh, it did too. It traumatized not, me too. That I is still so can't funny. look at a fuzzy screen TV. <laughs> I, I saw it as a kid. I have no idea why my parents why? allowed me. Why did my parents let me watch that? <laughs> no. I watched it with them. And why did my parents let me watch that? Oh, I don't know. I was so scared to watch TV and stuff. Yep. Like That little girl. That little girl. We should do a show about Poltergeist <gasps> because you know they're a whole – People were Karen. dying left and right See, on Becky. That's coming up. Okay. Coming up. That is coming. I'm glad to see that. That is an episode I idea. I spawned an episode. I like mm-hmm. it. That is episode idea. We're going to do Poker Guys. Oh my God. Uh, yes, that movie. Yes. Anything else? Right. Let's fe- face my fucking fears. We'll just watch it while I cry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Recording it. I've not ever, ever it. been able to see I've it. I've never watched it since then either. If you've I never s- watched it since then either. And if I was a kid that would always like try to like, um, act like I'm strong. Like, so like my parents, if I was watching something, my parents oh, were like, I know. oh, are you scared? No. Nope. 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 I'm going to watch this terrifying. No. Yeah. And it had nightmares. Scar I had nightmares forever. I was no, no, no. so scared after that, especially because she's a little kid too. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't let kids watch stuff like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What was wrong with my parents? Rosemary's Baby is a pretty freaky movie too. I've never seen if it. If you ever never. get a chance to see that movie. Never. It'll no, say. I'm trying to think. Of what was my we'll second? Guys the second no. <laughs> scariest movie. I, I think it's those. Uh, I don't know. I'm not really scared of like Saw. No, because those are bloody. Yeah, those are gory. Yeah, so, uh, uh, Freddy Krueger. Those scared you? The, the song, the kids singing songs in the background. I don't know. I, I just thinking about the. I don't know. There's like a, when I was in, singing in that's it with funny. kids music, and I hear that thinking there's a guy with long nails coming down the street going to come get you. I lived in the same – when I was in L.A., I lived in the same neighborhood. <laughs> oh, God. Where, they, where the house for yeah, uh, Friday's Friday house. the 13th. Um, I lived in the same neighborhood where that house was. <laughs> where wow. they – like the outside where they filmed, you know, like yeah, the of outside course. of the house or whatever. Yeah. I was Is in that neighborhood. Is it a house that people live in? Yeah. It's a normal, yeah. it's a normal looking house. There's no looking house. You see, it's like not a big house. It's like million dollars though, because in yeah. California everything's ridiculous, you know. Right. But yeah, I lived in the same neighborhood when I was there. Well, you guys did good, and you guys are both afraid of poltergeists. That's good. Oh, totally. Like the and, same cereal. And, You're both and scared afraid of, of poltergeists for real. So. <laughs> it's terrifying. God. Because yeah, we don't watch scary movies together. We've never watched. We've a scary never watched movie. a scary movie no. together. But you know what? This is so funny because this is a really, really good tie-in. To my story because it's ah. a paranormal. That's right, and it spawned an episode, and it's paranormal. So I felt, and this was unrehearsed. We did mm-hmm. this with no rehearsal. So if you can't no. tell, because <laughs> we always rehearse, you know. Well, this, you know, this, <laughs> you know this was, you know, we're professionals. Yeah, this here. scene, this scene rehearsed is very smooth. <laughs> but so. yeah, so my story is paranormal, and I actually like they made a movie of this. It would be fucking if someone did a good job of it. It'd be fucking scary. So is paranormal yeah. real? Is it? Did it really happen? Uh, what I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. it, um, you can make that decision on your own. Okay, if it did or did not happen, you know, somebody Ooh. is somebody's telling their story of something they experienced. Um, okay, just tell me. I'm excited. No, like, are you okay? So, are we? Getting, let me just suck in here. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Frank, here? wake up! No, because I just went okay. So with paranormal, um, so like what I mean, okay, so like what I mean by that is anything that's like probably like um, things that we can't explain in our world, like in a physical world. Sure. Things that like happen, like say like something moves. Right. 
something weird moves and I you're love like this. Okay. And you're like, I didn't move it. Right. You know. Um, and you can't explain it. It's, it can't be explained scientifically or anything like that. It's just some phenomena that happens. So that's like what I mean by by that. And so um, so first, uh, let's see. Like, so what – okay. So what would you do in this situation? So you come home from work. And you say like you're in a kitchen and you're cooking and you hear a knock on your door. And it's like a knock that just keeps going, just like incessant, just knock, 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 knock. And so you look at your peephole and you see two kids. And so you're like, okay. So you open up the door. Cookies. You see two kids. Okay. They're knocking it annoyingly on my yes. door. I would have been like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> right. And so you open the door, and then there's two kids there. And as soon as you open up the door, you feel very uncomfortable. And you don't know why because, you know, there's two kids. It's kids. And you just feel really uncomfortable. You feel um, nervous. Okay. And the kids are looking down, and they say, you know, can we come in? I need to use the phone. No. And you say, you say, uh, what's going on? You know, like, and they still are looking at you. I mean, they don't look at you. You're like, what's going on? Why do you need to use the phone? Like, where, where are your parents or whatever? They look up at you, and their eyes are black. Mm-mm. Like they have no whites in their eyes. Mm-mm. It's completely black. And as soon as you see that, you feel this fear. Of like course. Awful, awful fear. And you just slam the door and they start knocking again. And they say, let, let us in. We can't come in unless you invite us well, in. Well, good. And they keep knocking like we need to use the phone. And you just move away. But you feel almost like uh, this urge to open up the door. Right. It's like a <laughs> and Medusa. You can't, you can't Look explain. At me. Yeah. And you can't explain it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but you, you don't, you fight it and you're like, I'm not going to open up the door. And um, you, you, and I know you don't have this, <laughs> but say like you had guns in your home. Right. So you go back into your bedroom to get a gun. Because you have a bed, a gun right by your nightstand, and you go to get a gun because this is how fearful you feel. Sure. And you're like, okay, so you get a gun, you open up the door, kids are gone, just disappear, nowhere. Like they're not, you don't see them walking off. They're just right. totally gone. You shut the door, and you just feel, you still feel this horrible fear, but these kids are just gone, and you can't explain what just happened. You just know though that something was odd. Right. And you don't know what to do with it. You just sit with it, you know? I would call the cops. <laughs> I'm sure people do. So this is something that actually did happen to somebody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And this guy was um, – It was a guy? Yeah, it was a guy. In he, my head, it he was, was a, a woman. <laughs> no, it was a guy. It was a guy. He was like um, – he's a martial arts teacher, very <laughs> tough guy. So he felt, you know, like – I'm tough. Why do I feel scared of these kids? And he sat with this for years and years. And he met up with a guy um, 
named David Weatherly, who actually is a paranormal investigator. And he found out that uh, David had been doing uh, research into this thing called Black Eyed Kids. And the guy that saw the Black Eyed Kids had been doing research no, on No, 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 no. He met a guy named David okay. Weatherly okay. who had been doing research okay. into these things called Black Eyed Kids, which are BEKs, is what they, the. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. They're Becks. Becks. They're, it's, <laughs> it's Beck. <laughs> Beck himself. <laughs> Oh, oh, I can't talk bad about Beck. And so uh, anyway. <laughs> the devil's haircut. <laughs> so so he meets up with this. He finds out that he's been doing his research where there's other people who have similar stories. So he find, he tells a story to this guy, you know. And this guy has tons and tons of stories of black-eyed kids. Now, have you ever heard of? No. <laughs> you've never heard I of I've heard this of before? black-eyed peas, but I've never heard of black-eyed kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Black Eyed Kids. I actually, the first time I heard about them was about maybe three or four years ago. And um, sometimes I listen to this radio show. It comes on like at, late at night and it's called Coast to Coast AM. <laughs> and um, which George Nori, who hosts it. And um, I used to listen to it actually when I was younger because my dad actually got me. Okay, I'm going to have to listen to it. And um, Art Bell used to host it, and Art Bell passed away um, April 13th of this year, actually, Friday the 13th. So I just wanted to mention that because Art Bell was um, – uh, I got, I grew up kind of listening <laughs> to him, and he um, introduced me into paranormal stuff because I never – I never heard a lot of these stories or whatever. And a lot of times on Coast to Coast, um, they speak about, like, they talk about paranormal stories and just things that you just don't normally hear. Um, and so I was late at night and I they had um, this guy, David Weber Weatherly was on and he was speaking about black eyed kids. And I was like, what is this? And he was saying, he wrote a book and his book is called Black Eyed Children. And I guess he, this is like, he came back on the show, and when he had been on before, so he told people about the book, people read the book, and while they were reading the book, they said that weird things were happening, like usually with electricity, like their lights would go out, or somebody's garage door kept opening and shutting, mm -hmm. and things like that. And I was like, okay, I'm not ever reading no, this book. although I'm kind of curious. It is. I know. That's what it kind of makes you like. I was like, I'm not going to read a book, but I'm going to look up on the internet. Sure. I'm going to stalk about it and right. talk about it and record about it and make you listen about it. And you let us know, do weird things happen to you while right. you're hearing about the black-eyed kids? Black-eyed kids. I think I, nothing's <laughs> weird has happened to me, um, I've, but I don't look them up all the time. But it, they, I do find it weird. So people um, – Wonder, like, are they demons? What are are they, they? What are they doing? Are they alien human hybrids? <gasps> this is what Air Force is about, or Force Space. <laughs> oh, or... is it, or whatever you were calling it, Space Force. <laughs> space Force. <laughs> Todd is like, God, can you not get the name right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll learn it one day. Yeah, when the aliens come and get you, you'll learn it. Oh my God, I wish I knew their name. <laughs> you just say it three times and they arrive. Uh, is it an urban legend? Um, are they entities that are created through our collective thought? Are they a hoax? <laughs> you know, all of these are like questions people ask. And all of these, I would say, are valid questions. And, you know, everybody can come up with their own theory on it. 
I'll give my show, I'll give my theory on it at it when I'm done on what I think they are. Do they but. just show at people's houses and knock on the door? They're random. It's very okay. random. Um, so these are children who appear to be around the age of six to sixteen years old. Um, they have pale, pale skin. Some people even describe their skin as looking artificial or fake, not like normal. Um, they have black eyes. They're solid black. They have no whites in their eyes at all. Um, they are reportedly, they've been seen hitchhiking, panhandling. They encounter you um, at your oh, no, home. All the panhandlers. Yeah. They encounter you at your home, um, in a car, apartments, whatever. They just, it's usually a place where they have to ask to be let in. So they always ask you, can I be let in? So has anyone let them in? I'll get to that. Oh, I'm so, okay. <laughs> Tales of this have existed since like the 50s. Um, also what's weird is that, so these kids, some of them are like teenage kids and they don't have any blemishes on their face. They don't have acne, <laughs> you know, like what's normal. We know like, this is a hoax because <laughs> these pimples are not So their there. skin is like clear, clear, which is weird. Like cover girl. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, also people have, some people have described them as being very smelly, like sulfur like smell to them or rotten meat smell. Um, they wear clothes that look like they're handmade or old fashioned. They are ill fitting. Um, a lot of times they're in, they're in jeans or hoodies, but they don't look like current. Do you know what I'm saying? And it still looks like handmade or something. Mm. It looks like it's a hand-me-down or something like that. Nothing. It's very odd looking. It sticks out to you because it's not current. Um, they speak in a monotone voice. Um, their language is usually awkward. Like someone reported when asked, like, is it food time? You know, instead of like dinner or something like that. It's it's very almost as if someone was like learning an English language sure. or learning whatever language they're going to speak, yeah. you know, and yeah. how you yeah. speak it. Not knowing what we're going to say. <laughs> right, exactly. Um they usually appear in groups of two to four. Sometimes you do encounter one, but usually it's – a lot of times it's two. Um, people feel very unsettled. They feel nervous. There's usually like um, three three things. So they feel very – like at first they feel like odd about meeting them. Then they feel this nervousness, and then they feel this fear. And this fear is like where they just want to get away from them, you know, they know something's like not right. They feel very, very much uh, scared. I was like, "This is evil. This is, sure. you know." Um, so this became, uh, like I said, there's been stories about this since the '50s, but this became popular through the internet. And this guy named Brian Bethel uh, posted his account uh, in 1997. He's a journalist, and he said. That he was sitting in his car in a strip mall uh, in Texas, and then he was approached by two kids. He was, like, in his car right now to check or something, and their language was very odd. They were asking him um, for a ride, and they said that they need to see their mother, and they said mother very weird, like mother or something. It was pronounced odd and stuck out to him. And um, then they asked if they could 
have money to go see a movie. And so they said they wanted to see Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and uh, he was able to see the theater marquee from where he was sitting. And he saw that the movie was almost halfway over. And so he was like, that's very weird that they're asking to see a movie that's almost halfway over. And he just felt very, very odd about them. Right. And unsettled. And they had their their heads down because a lot of times they'll have, they'll have something like, they'll have like um, a hat or they'll have long bangs or they always have their head down usually at first, almost like to they're trying to uh-huh, cover their eyes. And so then they looked up at him and he saw that it was just black and he just had this horrible, horrible fear. And he just pulled out of the parking lot and just right away. And he looked back in his rear view mirror and they were just gone. What? Yeah. And so he put his account on the internet. And so some people um, believe his account. Some people don't because on the same site, he had like a couple months before had written um, something about like, could we make um, – can we make an entity through our collective thoughts? Like what I was mentioning earlier, you know, like um, where some people um, believe like a slender man. Sure. You know, it's just something that people keep talking about and talking about. And then they believe like they. That it exists. That you exist. saw it or maybe. Yeah. So they're like, is this something that he's doing? Like, you know, to try to make it happen. And so mm-hmm. then say. Now people feel like they're encountering these things because it's just through collective thought. We've created this these entities now, you know. Wow. Right. So that's what some people's theories are on it. He swears it's true. It happened to him. It's just a coincidence that he wrote that because he's into paranormal stuff. So that, you know, he wrote that, but then this did actually happen sure. to him. So uh, his story spread through the internet. And so when he did that, lots of other people started documenting their accounts like yes this has happened to me too and he's the one who um coined the name b-e-k there were people weren't calling them that before a lot of people were um calling them demonic because that's how they felt and so sometimes if you look for older cases it's under demons and things like that Mm. um because people just feel like they're evil sure so you're asking me then earlier about um somebody who invited yeah (laughs) Uh, one in, and so this, uh, so this, this is a a story. There's not, there's not a lot of stories of people who invited them in. Mm. So that's what's also very concerning. There's tons of stories of people who encountered them, sure, but not very many stories of <laughs> people who invited them in. So we don't really know what happens to them, which I think probably people disappear, you know, because there's no stories. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so you did find somebody that did? Yeah. This is kind of a weird story too. So this is a woman. Uh, she was driving home her 10-year-old son. And so they make a stop on their way home. They go to a convenience store. She gets out of the car. She leaves her car running. You know, she just goes in because she's going in for five minutes. So she goes in, gets whatever she's getting, comes back into the car, um, just does it, you know, not even thinking, you know, just how you just do it out of habit and everything. So she gets in the car. Sees in her rearview mirror in the middle seat a kid sitting in her car who has black eyes next sitting next to her son in the car. She immediately feels fear, just immediately, and gets out of her car, grabs her son out of the car, 
runs into the convenience store. She's hysterical. She can't even talk, like, really. She's Her 10-year-old son, she grabs him out. Yeah, she grabs him out. Did he say anything? I, I, he's 10. He's just he's sitting 10. there like, okay, dude. <laughs> and so <laughs> – and so she's hysterical. And so the convenience store clerk thinks, oh, this must be like a hijacking or something like that's going on. So he runs out to her car. Her car's still running. All the doors are open. Nobody's, nobody's there. Nobody's in there. Yeah, nobody's there at all. So she doesn't want to get into her car after this. And so she calls her husband, tells him she's scared. Can we switch cars? She doesn't tell him, though, why. She just tells him she's scared. So he comes. He comes and they switch cars and she gets in the car with her son. He gets into her car. Um, so while she's in the car with her son, she's like, well, did you know that kid? And he's like, no, mom, I didn't know that kid. And she goes, how did he get in the car? She go- he goes, I asked him to come in the car. You know, he was outside. Uh, we were talking and I wanted him to come over to our house and play. So he, he asked him to come in. And so while she's driving him home, her husband's in her car. What he recounts is all he remembers is smelling a really foul odor. And then he blacks out. When he comes to, he's in a hospital. He had a car crash. What? Yeah. And um, he ends up okay. They end up keeping him because he had a concussion. Um, but he ends up being okay. And um, then after this, their son gets really, really ill. Like he has like some kind of digestive disorder and they don't know what it is. The doctors can't figure it out because the symptoms keep changing. Oh. And um, they keep him in the hospital for a while. They just can't figure out what's going on at all. But they know he's very, very, very ill. But they can't really treat it because it's just they don't know what it is. So the parents actually end up taking him back home, and they decide to go to spiritual uh, leaders and to pray over him. They had their friends pray over him. They had um, pastors and things pray over him, and he started getting better. And they believe to this day that their encounter with that black-eyed kid was what caused the car crash with the husband right. and caused the illness with the kid. So the, uh, the few people that have had encounters with um, BEKs have, end up getting sick. And they don't know, like, if it's something um, that the kids are causing or if it's just a byproduct of the stress that they had. Right, or if it's something radioactive oh, or yeah. something like that. They just don't. No, like, but anyone who has touched them or anything like that ends up getting sick. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's very, very weird. I do not invite them here. I do not invite them here. Don't invite them in. <laughs> do not invite them in. <laughs> sure, come on our podcast. Speak in monotone voice. Can you voice. tell us about your day? <laughs> <laughs> um. Then there are people then that, you know, there's an argument for if, are they alien-human hybrids. So uh, a lot of – there's a small percentage of people that believe that. And those are people who were alien abductees. Oh, wow. Right. And so a lot of them believe like that that was – um, some of the hybrids might have been their kid 
or something. Mm. There's one lady who has a, a story who encountered a black eyed kid, and I believe like the kid was knocking on her porch door, and she opened up her porch door, and the kid, you know, had the solid black eyes, but she felt she wasn't scared. And what's weird is any of the adductees are not scared. They're the only people that have stories that where they weren't scared of them. They were brave. They've already been through that. <laughs> They've already been, been, been through that. it. Been there, done that. <laughs> I know your mom. <laughs> and um, she felt the kid looked like her. And she swears to this day that that was her kid. Oh, my and God. And it's Right. Um, but that, see, that's just another, you know, <laughs> theory that's out there. Uh, <laughs> with it, I'm not laughing at your encounter, lady. So, I but if you want to come on the show, let us know. Let us know. I think I want to say um, I want to say I hope I'm not getting her name mixed up with someone else, but it's Karen Morgan, and I know for sure Karen Morgan has this black eyed kid story, but I don't I don't want to. But whatever. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> then also with this being like uh, this also what's weird is with the black eyed kids they fall into a lot of um, other stories of paranormal. Where um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Men in Black, like um, I've seen the movie. No, this isn't like the movie. This okay, is no. like the Men in Black story, where they are like the Men in Black that people encounter. They have similar, like they have the fake skin that people describe the pale, fake, artificial-looking skin. They speak monotone. They speak like they don't really know the language very well. Like someone's. People have encountered some of the men in black. They, like, didn't know what a fork was. Okay. Are they wearing a black suit? Yeah. Those are FBI agents. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, some people think that they're interdimensional beings. So that's the men in black. And so that's what they feel like these black-eyed kids are kind of, like, related with that. Um, it's also weird because they always need an invitation to be let in, which is demonic because uh, demons usually have to be asked to be let into like a home or let into a space or something like that. And so um, people feel like maybe they're demons. Um, Also what's um, weird is like, so the BEKs, they're not familiar with like technology and stuff. They're never seen with like cell phones, things like that, things that teenagers or kids would Mm -hmm. have now. They don't have cell phones. There's a lady who had a story where – there was a knock, knock, knock on her door, like kept on knocking, and she was in the middle of a project. So she got pissed off because the knocking wouldn't stop. So she answers the door, and she's mad, and there's these two kids there. And she goes, she, without looking at them really, she's just like, why didn't you use the doorbell? And they acted like they didn't even know what a doorbell was, you know? And it's things like that. It's almost as if, like, they're, like um, – Amish. Uh, Maybe they're yeah, Amish. like like yeah, they Poorly don't know. Poorly fitted clothes, no soap that smells good. <laughs> well, that people said, me- well, people said like that they remind them of Amish. Okay, but there's definitely something evil or it, something yeah. odd about it. Like they just, it's just an unsettling, unsettled feeling. And um, so then, um, um, then there's skeptics, of course, who think, well, maybe it's teenagers on drugs. But there's, like, too many stories that are, like, similar. And those black co- contacts and <laughs> uh-huh. Manson fans. Right. But but there's too many similar stories, you know, for it to be that. I'm sure maybe there's been a few 
that right. have been like that. I mean, back in the 1955, 19, <laughs> you said, I don't think black Right, they like, 1950s, they didn't have black cops. Right, exactly. And um, so, right, and then there's people that are like, well, maybe it's the illness, it's an eye condition that people have. But if all of your eye is black, you wouldn't be able to see, you know? Right. So that's most likely not true also. And so and also where they're saying like it's like a hoax, but then it's also why are there so many similar stories? And these stories are like from all around the world. It's not just like concentrated in certain areas. It's all around the world. People have these stories about these kids. I have never heard of it. <laughs> I well, I remember when I first heard of it, I was just like, I've never heard of this. And I was like, this is frightening. <laughs> that there are kids running around like this. Oh, my God. And um, – so yeah, and then also because uh, there, there's also because the black eye, the black contacts would be expensive, and why would like teenagers want to spend all that money? <laughs> just to freak you out. Yeah, just to freak you out on it and stuff. And so, yeah, um, there's um, tons and tons and tons of personal stories people have about it. I remember there is like one personal story that I read where um, this um, lady, she was. And a lot of times they will contact you in your home alone, which yeah. is weird, almost like they know. And, all, and they, um, they, can, they are telepathic also, almost like they know your thoughts and everything because there's been people that have um, thought, I need to leave. And then the kid will say to them, don't leave right now or don't run away right. or something. And so it's like they're telepathic. And then also like where I said where people feel like a need to answer the door or a need to let them in. Right. You know, it's like they're speaking through them, yeah, to them in that way. But there's a lady who had a story where she was um, home alone. Her husband was working nights, and um, it was like really late at night, and she heard knocking on her door. So she's like, "I'm not answering the door. It's like late, you mm, know." No way. I, fr- I would freak out just the <laughs> yeah. door knock. And so it's just like knocking, 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 knocking. It's like a knock that won't stop. Mm-mm. And she looks out, and she sees this kid and the kid is looking up at you know the people and she sees this black guy scares her she just has all this fear so she doesn't answer then she hears knocking at her back door Mm -mm. and still the incessant knocking and she just has so much fear and so she just goes into her bedroom and gets into a corner and no it would have been me yeah just is in her corner her bedroom window she starts hearing a knock yeah no. <laughs> and the kid kept knocking. No. Kept knocking until there um her husband's normally is there and for some reason he was working nights that night and so the alarm clock would go off at like 6 a.m. or something sure. like that. So the alarm clock went off at 6 a.m. and then she said the kid after that disappeared. Mm-mm. Like was just gone. And her husband comes home, looks around, can't find anything, can't find any signs that anybody was even there or, you know, around the house yeah, or course. anything like that. Yeah. And um, there's other stories of um, – there's a story of a couple that did let two of them in. And um, that couple – and nothing happened to the couple while they were there. The the kids left. The kids are like, our parents are here to come and pick us up. And Oh, okay. Yeah. It, our parents are here to come and pick us up, which is funny because they just go to a random house and right. they ask if they can come in. And then my parents are coming. My parents, but they said so the kids got in a car with two guys, <laughs> two men 
in black. <laughs> oh, man. And they leave. The couple after that gets super, super sick, like hospitalization sick and stuff. And um, I believe the lady is still having like issues, like has chronic issues. So they feel like there's something connected, you know, uh-uh. with all of that. And so there's just so many different theories on this. Um, uh, what I I think that clearly I think that they're evil because they cause fear in people. And I think like if they were benevolent, you wouldn't feel fear. And so they cause fear. I feel like almost like they feed off the fear. So I almost feel like that maybe they come just to get the fear or mm. something. I They're obviously, I feel like they're interdimensional beings. I think they're probably like demonic. And somehow they get some kind of energy off of your fear because it's almost like they're fine once you are so fearful and then they leave and go away and stuff. And so that's what I think. But there's so many different, so many different theories. Like I didn't even get into like some of them. Some of them are crazy of what Mm. people think. But yeah. What do you think about them? I don't (laughs) – I'm going to pretend I didn't hear this episode. Uh, <laughs> I don't want them knocking on my door. I do not want them That's knocking on the like floor. That's what I was like, too. I was just like, I don't want any of it at all. No. Like, just go. Don't no. bother me ever. But it's good to know that I should not let them in. No. Yeah, don't let them tell, talk to your kids about it. They don't normally come to kids, which was weird. Also, they said about that story, they said normally they come to adults. Um, so they said that story was very odd mm. with it, but there have been a few stories about them children. approaching children and they think like they come in a form as a child because children are very disarming. You're, sure. you know, you're not expecting anything from a, a child or anything like that, but it's almost as if they are trying to pretend that they're a human as if someone gave them a handbook on being a human right? and they're trying to pretend to be like one, mm-hmm. you know? Can we give – never mind. I was like – we talked about Melania Trump. Let's give her a handbook on how to be a human. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's like a distant relative of theirs. Have we looked at her eyes to make sure they're not all I know, black? right. Are they all black? Maybe she has contacts in, so we can't That's what it tell is. She's got the human contact. Something. It's all coming full circle. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I've been wanting to talk about that because I – I just find that really, really interesting. I have never heard that. And now you're probably going to start looking it up and oh, stuff. Man. There's so many stories. Like on Reddit has like tons and then there's just um, different websites about them and everything. So – and there's different podcasts and stuff on them and things. So, you know, especially if people want to get in more depth and look into it. And then also like the book I was saying about – by David Weatherly, The Black Eyed yeah. Children. You can have an experience after reading it. Yeah, just go ahead. Right, exactly. Let us know what you have. <laughs> Let us what know. Happens. No. I would hate to say that mine is less terrifying, but it involves murder. That's not terrifying. So, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't want any black eyed children to come near me or my No. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> um, but what I do want is to win the lottery. Me too. Okay. So <laughs> that that seeps into my story, which is <laughs> nice segue. I know. <laughs> um I'm so drunk, by the way. So. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I'm like, am I awake? Am I here? I'm, am moving, I the, here? I'm moving the microphone. Am I, I here? No reason. <laughs> um Okay, so 
thirty million dollars. Mm. Thirty million dollars. Mm. A thirty million dollar winning ticket. Wow. Okay, was sold mm-hmm. in a town in a town star convenience store in Frostproof, Florida, on November fifteenth, two thousand and six. Okay. A winning ticket. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would you do with thirty million dollars? <sighs> What wouldn't I do with that? <laughs> I would get married in four weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he'd take all your money, divorce you in four weeks, but he'd take all your money. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so on November 15th, 2006, Abraham Shakespeare and a co-worker, Michael Ford, were headed toward Miami when they stopped briefly at the convenience store in Frostproof to buy drinks and cigarettes. Ford got out of the truck and asked Shakespeare if he wanted a soda. Shakespeare instead asked Ford to buy him two lottery tickets. Okay. Shakespeare steady paid Ford $2 for the tickets out of the five he had on him that day. He only paid him $2. He was $2. like, he only owed him three more dollars. No, so I'm like, two. I'm like, are you that cheap? <laughs> All right. So Michael Ford later approached Shakespeare demanding a share of the jackpot. Of, mm. He wanted no less than $1 million. Uh, Shakespeare refused to pay. Mm. Uh, prompting Ford to sue. He couldn't give him. He got thirty million, and he couldn't give him He's a like, million. No, I'll really? give you the three dollars. Gosh, I'll give you the three. <laughs> and it never said that he paid him back. I'm curious. Wow. To know. Yeah, he probably didn't. Um, so Ford sued Shakespeare <laughs> mm-hmm. and alleging uh, that Shakespeare stole lottery tickets out of Ford's wallet. Um, so oh. Ford was like, "That was actually my lottery ticket." Oh. Um, the jury didn't believe him. <laughs> and, I don't believe him. And Shakespeare won in, in court. Mm. Okay, so he chosen to do the one lump sum cash payment, and mm. he got seventeen million. Okay, he moved out of his working class neighborhood in Lakeland, Florida, into a gated community. Several months after his lottery win. Uh, apart from a one million dollar home, mm-hmm. his only other major purchase, purchase included a Nissan Altima. Really? Yeah. Not a Mercedes or a uh, Benz yeah. or something right. like that. It reminds me. I'm like a Mercedes or a Benz. I know. My dad used to go, if I win the lottery, I'm going to get you a Dodge Neon. And I what? was like, what? what? Are you serious? That's what you're going to get me if you that win is, the lottery. That is so funny. And I'm like, the, the paint peels off. Dad. That is so funny. Not good. <laughs> I'm, that's not good. Um, anyway, so he bought a Nissan Ultima and a Rolex from a, Rolex from a pawn shop. From a pawn shop? Yep. Not even like, like a brand new he's one. He's like, I don't need so, a brand new one. See, this shows what a cheapskate he was. Well, he was probably living off meager income. He only had two bucks to go to a $5 ticket. Well, see, right. But see, now he's he has money. To, I know. But, see, but that's what shows, though, what a cheapskate, you know? I, I would – I'm going to – He couldn't pay back his friend. Well, I'm going to say he should have paid his friend something. You know? Um, But he was probably living off of – he's not used to having money. So – and I understand that. It's kind well, of like I get that. I'm every dollar spread. But I think it says something about him. I yeah. think it says something about his character. I agree. <laughs> Spend money, money comes to you. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. <laughs> Just put it out there, you know. Just put it out there. Just put It'll it come back. It'll come back. <laughs> okay, so uh, friends stated that Shakespeare had grown frustrated with the apparently consistent appe- or constant appeals for money from both hangers on and strangers. I don't, I didn't write that. I'm assuming like people he knew. Uh-huh. Um, he told his brother. But strangers know. Sure, yeah. He didn't know no, them. He didn't know them. <laughs> so he told his brother, I'd, I would have been better off broke. Um, and he told a childhood friend, I, I thought all these people were my friends, but then I realized all they wanted is my money. Um, and one of these people 
was a lady named Doris Donegan or Dee Dee Moore. Okay. Why the two different names? I don't know. Right. But Dee Dee. She's shady. She launched a business with Shakespeare called Abraham Shakespeare LLC. I tried to look up what that is or was ever, and I couldn't find anything. What is his name, LLC? I have no idea. (laughs) Anyway, so it was a business. She was part of it. Um, She gave herself control of the firm's funds. Um, Moore subsequently withdrew. She gave herself control of Mm -hmm. them. She subsequently withdrew $1 million and bought herself a Hummer, a Corvette, and a truck before going on vacation. Wow. She later claimed that the money was a gift from Shakespeare. Oh, okay. On November 9th, 2009, so Mm -hmm. he won the lottery in 2006, and so 2009, uh, his family reported him missing, stating that they had not seen him since April of that year. And just in November, Mm -hmm. they are just now reporting Mm -hmm. this? Yeah. Let's do the math on that. Oh, my gosh. If my family... Six months. Yeah, if my family (laughs) took that long to report me missing... I mean... That's sad. It is. Maybe he was distant with him. Maybe he was That's wasn't what I'm saying. Close. That's sad. It is. So friends and family had originally hoped he had taken his money and was living on the beach in the Caribbean Sea. Whatever. Um, however, a tip led investigation investigators to the backyard of a home purchased by Moore, where Shakespeare's body was found buried under nine feet of dirt. So in Didi's house. Mm-hmm. Under a newly constructed concrete slab. Oh. Uh, he was 42 at the time. Wow. He, he had been shot twice in the chest by a 38 caliber pistol sometime in <laughs> April of 2009. Uh, wow. His body was found under the slab of cement in January of 2010. Gosh. Yeah. Okay. So Hillsborough detectives, Hillsborough County detectives say Shakespeare died April 6th or 7th of 2009 in the single-story ranch home in Plant City. Police took Moore into custody on February 2, 2010, in connection with the murder of Shakespeare. A judge set a $1 million bond. The police stated Moore had had tried to convince an acquaintance to unearth the body and move it a week after the death, Mm. and had continued to try to convince others that Shakespeare was still alive. Before police found Shakespeare's body, mm-hmm. Moore said Shakespeare had decided to leave town and had gone to Texas, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, <laughs> Orlando, um, wow. or was sick in the hospital. Or just somewhere else in the world. Or, she, or he's sick in the hospital. Yeah, he's either here, there, 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 there. Or he's sick in the hospital. Maybe he's in Antarctica. He's, I think he's sick. <laughs> he's in space he's, with the he's, aliens. He's airspace. The black-eyed kids space, came and got him. Space Force, the Black Eyed Kids. Um, that would be really hilarious. That would be like a tie-in, like the Black Eyed Kids. I'd be like, you were talking about the Black Eyed Kids too? Okay, so Moore also said that Shakespeare was sick of people asking him for money, so she helped him leave town. She helped him leave town, but she has no clue where he's at. Whatever. After police found his body under a concrete slab in the backyard of the home she put in her boyfriend's name, Moore told police different versions of what happened to Shakespeare. Moore turned in – Moore and turned – Blame drug dealers, a lawyer, and her 14-year-old son. Oh, wow. <laughs> she later Great s- mom. I know. Yeah. I that's mean, an awesome now. mom there. Come on now. Yeah. She later said she killed Shakespeare in self-defense. Um, 500 million different stories. Right. She's hideous. Okay. So soon after – Stick she- with one story, people. 
he's here, That's here, all I have here, to say. here, like, yeah, here stick, or there. Stick with one fucking story, you know? Like, you might actually – She had time. You, she had time to write I know, down. to come up with something. You might actually, like, get away with something maybe if you stick with something and quit. Anytime you change your story, you're guilty. Well, Anytime. She's just hideous. Innocent people do not change their story because this is just what happened. This is what happened here. She had plenty of time because soon after Shakespeare disappeared, she was um, Moore, who was living in his home, kept using his cell phone, sending text messages to his friends and relatives. Oh, pretending like he was still alive. As though she were Shakespeare. Okay, so that's why it took so long Mm -hmm. then for the family. Recipients thought that they did not sound like him and were Mm -hmm. suspicious because Shakespeare was illiterate. (laughs) When people texted Shakespeare's phone, that's probably why she was in charge of all the business. Oh, no. Of his name, whatever his business was. Mm-hmm. When people texted Shakespeare's phone back with questions that could not be answered by Moore, no response was given. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. During the same time that she was trying to make it appear that he was alive, she tried to find a person who would take the blame for his death or for $50,000. Like, you take the blame for his death, here's $50,000. Wow. You'll be in prison for a while, I though. know, right. Maybe for the rest of your life, but... Come on now. You have $50,000 for your family. Oh, man. She also offered to pay someone to dig up and move his body to another location. Uh, Property records show that Moore's company, American Medical Professionals, bought Shakespeare's house. Moore told told investigators she paid Shakespeare $655,000 for his home and paid $185,000 for outstanding loans. Gosh. Um, However, there was no evidence showing she paid Shakespeare anything. She offered um, the mother of she offered the mother of one of his ch- his mm-hmm. two sons mm-hmm. a two thousand dollar two hundred thousand dollar home if she would lie to detectives and tell him tell them that she's seen him recently. What? Yeah, she's like she contacted one of his children's moms and offered money to claim that she the mother saw him. Wow. She also she's paid, a terrible, yeah. awful person. Well, listen to this. She also paid $5,000 to a relative of Shakespeare to give his mother a birthday card and imply it was from him. What? Yep. How do you explain that? I hey, mean, he's in Jamaica, but I really uh, want to give you $5,000. So here's $5,000. I just don't understand, like, how she was – I mean, she was talking to a lot of people pretty much and coming in. I mean, I just – why did it take so long no idea. for someone to report this? No idea. Through the investigation and more, it was learned that she had once staged a scene to fraudulently keep a Lincoln Navigator that was in, which was in danger of being repossessed after falling behind on the payments. She had someone store the car in a garage and then pretended she was kidnapped, sexually assaulted, and carjacked. Gosh. Investigators claimed she taped her own wrists and threw herself into Gosh. someone else's car. She even took a rape exam. She later pleaded no guilty. No, she later pleaded no contest to the charge and received Gosh, probation. She's an awful person. Yeah. So on December 10th, 2012, Dee Dee Moore was convicted on first degree murder for killing of Big Abraham Shakespeare. Big surprise there. Yeah. She was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole with an additional max- minimum sentence of 25 years Gosh. for possessing a gun in the course of a violent felony. So she's the one who killed him? Yeah. She didn't have somebody else do it? No. She did it all herself? Yes. Wow. She killed him. I was thinking maybe she had somebody else in on it. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. Um, so it, it it also says that the difficulty Shakespeare appear, experienced as a result of winning the lottery, including his murder, were a focus of the American E! television program, Curse of the Lottery. 
part of an episode of Lottery Changed My Life in a 2013 episode of American Greed. Oh, okay. okay. I used to watch that show, Lottery Changed My Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A July 2013 episode of Deadly Women also profiled the case focusing on Doris Moore's role in, a, in his murder. Pitch. A September 2013 episode of Snapped focused on Moore's murder trial. Oh. Murder trial. She didn't snap. They probably saw that. They watched Snap all the time. Oh, God. Yeah, you've seen, oh, you know this story? Oh. oh. Am I telling it like it was? Yeah. Awesome. See, Rex is a true crime fan. True crime. I can't even talk. I'm true so drunk. We're too, I am so, We're too I true. We're too true. I can't even say anything. I'm like, he's trying to Okay, so she – so Moore was also featured in a uh, 2011 episode of the television show Locked Up while in Hillsborough County Jail in Tampa. Oh, I might have seen that. I, I want to watch that. Oh, I love Locked Up. Yeah, she I was probably there. saw that. You probably did. And you probably thought she was a great lady. I love Locked Up. She stated <laughs> that she planned on selling the rights to her story in order to pay $200,000 to a lawyer who could get her out. Whatever. You're never getting out. She bitch. denied all she's charges. She's such a bitch. Yeah, she's horrible. Um, so, a little bit more about Miss Dee Dee Moore. She was born in July 25th of 1972. Um, She was the prime suspect in the death of Abraham Shakespeare. She was married to James Moore in 1992 and has a son born in 95. She was convicted of insurance fraud fraud, and falsely reporting a crime. She served a year on probation and filed bankruptcy in 2002. So she has just been. She's a terrible person. I mean. uh, I mean, she's just a criminal. And I've already saw her. I need to look up that walk up episode. Oh, Lord. So yeah, that's I know I saw the Hillsborough um jail one. So I probably did see her and just didn't realize it. But that's funny that Rex, you remember that story. you remember the story. It's snapped. I've seen it. Yeah, he's seen all the snapped like I don't know the symptoms when they're coming. That is so funny. We were just talking about before we um came here, like um, you know, like um Snapped? Well, we were talking about pretty much like, babe, what were you saying? Like, um, if we were dating somebody, so say if we were in a different life and we were dating somebody and they mentioned things like they had a husband who died under mysterious circumstances or a wife, you know, died under mysterious circumstances and you don't know why. These are red flags. Like, yeah. these are things you don't date somebody. Right. <laughs> if they yeah, say stuff like Good that. Good God. You know, um, just because of all the true crime stuff we watch, mm-hmm. you know, you just... It makes you more aware <laughs> of I things. Break, I didn't break up with my last girlfriend. She disappeared. Right. Yeah. yeah yes. Someone who disappears out of nowhere. I don't know. Maybe what happened? Frightening. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe won the lottery. Went off. Went off to some remote island, and is just living the good life. I haven't heard a word. <laughs> <laughs> my God. You know, and then that's how you know, like, there's different things. So, Becky, be careful out there. In the I'm dating not dating world. ever again. Whatever. You Don't have to date. Because we it. need stories for <laughs> We need stories for the next week. Oh, this is great. Okay, so Get on it. if you're listening and you're in Kansas City <laughs> and you're desperate like me. Todd's <laughs> band's playing. My band's playing. Come out, see the band. Meet, meet some somebody, guys, you know. Oh, man. Find some love. That's right. Love on the dance floor. There you go. You know, if I am out on the dance floor, nobody has fallen in love with that. That is a hilarious move. That is not my a hilarious move. Is, my dancing is cute. Yeah. So why is that? Then why was it? I mean, hilarious? It's, it's still. I'm just goofy out there. Well, it's fun to dance. Yeah. You know, and guys like that. Guys like fun girls. Okay. Oh, this fun Becky. Hey, 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 Back hey, to that. that. Me too. Fun, fun Tamara. How did this get to this topic? Fun Tamara. <laughs> you know, I, I, 
<laughs> cheers to that. I I had a lot of that shit. So <laughs> they love the fun girl. I hate that. <laughs> Not for long. It's just a short stint. Or it might be for long, but you know. It's never long lasting. It doesn't go to where you want it to go. <laughs> go south. Well. Stop. You stop now before I hear something I don't want to hear. Oh, well, you've heard all my stories. He's heard all my stories. If you're in this room, Rex, everything is up for grabs. You better knock it off. I control this domain. (laughs) You're into the vault now. (laughs) You're stuck listening to all of it. All of it. Well, that was an interesting episode. We went from this outer space to... The outer space. Wishing we were outer space. To lottery. Winnings. Winnings or not. Well, you know what? If you win it... Connect yourself with somebody who has credentials, not just some oh. person, you know, who... Well, Miss Dee Dee Moore. I don't think she had credentials. I'm sure she did not. I think not. she bullshit. She, well, lots and, of business people do. Right. But I think, you know, someone credible. Come on now. Yeah. Get a financial planner advisor. or advisor. Just, go, just Google one. You yeah. don't need someone that... If someone comes to you, that's not a good... That's, a, that's a problem, <laughs> you know? Just be careful, people out there. You yeah, know, if you win the lottery, think of us. Think of us, and uh, you know, help like, our dreams come true. Well, help our podcast, you know, because we always need. <laughs> we help. need reviews. We so, need reviews. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like if we, you're, if we you do. Listen, and I, I know, and I, know and I, I read stats you. that a lot of people listen to podcasts and do not leave leave reviews, but we would love it if you listen and leave a review. Yeah, so other because I know can a lot of people it. just listen. I listen to podcasts and don't leave the reviews. I went on there. I actually went on a reviewing binge where it was. Did like, you? I went through one day. I was just sitting around oh. and I had to work and I was had to do other things. I should and do I that. Sat there I don't. And I just. Oh, that's nice. Five, five, five. I said what I could say. That's really nice because I listen to podcasts all the time and I don't. <laughs> oh, I do because it's the- and I should and I tell people I have a, we have our own podcast and we're like review it and then I listen to stuff and I don't. So I should. Yeah. But some of them I wouldn't give good reviews. Well, no, I wouldn't. Re- so that's why I don't not, listen to so them. So I'm not. You know, I've unsubscribed and on some yeah. shows that I don't. Some where there are some that I used to love, and then now they're fucking annoying. Oh, let's not talk about that. I'm not going to mention the podcast. I was just listening to one. <laughs> it was just one the other day, and I was just like, I used to love this podcast, and then now you are fucking annoying. Oh my god! Because they have things now. Because certain fans are like, I love it when you do this, so they do it all the fucking time. And so it was something that they used to do like sometimes, and then now they do it all the time because people have said like, I love it. Oh my! Well, we want to hear <laughs> fans what you love, so you don't- yeah. But we're not going to like just. No. Shove it down your throat. No, we want to hear what you love. We want to hear what you don't love. We just I don't so we really know. Want to hear a lot well, I don't either. I just want to uh, you know, hear five what you love. Five star. Five star. Leave, yeah, amazing. just like how I won't leave a bad review, don't leave a bad review. And um, <laughs> don't be that person. Yeah, don't don't do that. That's not nice. Be be nice and kind. Most people I think that listen to us like us. Yeah. You know, I agree. we're positive. We're nice. <laughs> we have to say that so you believe it. But yeah, just uh, do that, and um, we'll keep doing this for you. Keep coming up with stories. We're going to have a poltergeist story. I know for you that is so exciting. I don't even think I said that right. I think I'm poltergeist. drunk. Paranormal story for you because I can't talk. I love paranormal though. Rex. Yeah, Rex knows that. Oh my god, they're breaking up. No, I'm kidding. Never. 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 Well, 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 
talk about that later. They're like, oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that later. We'll okay, talk about well, that later. Come back, listen to us next week, and see if they're and still we'll together. continue. Yeah, to be continued. God, this is wait. the longest fucking bom, ending bom, ever. Bom. Okay. We are never going to end. Ever, 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 this ever going to end. This is show that never ends. <laughs> it just goes on and on, my friends. Some people started <laughs> recording it. <laughs> and Todd has to listen. All and night Todd. long. All night long. All night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All night long. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that's it. We're done. We're done. Oh, we're over. Over. And, so and that's out. It. Peace out. Bye. Bitch. Done. <laughs>